if you know a single mom that is just really wanting to be there for her kids, but also needs to generate a significant income and is running out of options, you've got to listen to this episode. Hope Baker exemplifies a scenario that every network marketer dreams of being in the right place at the right time and having the opportunity to provide a solution to someone that is ready, willing, and able to do this business. Welcome to the MLM You Decide podcast. We're your hosts, Janine Finney and Laura Evan. Each week, we'll bring you conversations about the good and the misunderstood aspects of MLM multi-level marketing, network marketing. It's time to get informed because making a decision with only half the information could be the most expensive decision you make. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with one of the sweetest people on the planet that I have had the amazing blessing of meeting through this business. Hope really does exemplify the scenario that every network marketer dreams of, and that's being at the right place at the right time and having the opportunity to provide a solution to someone who is ready, willing, and able. And I have been praying for my own Hope Baker ever since my daughter met her uh, 16 years ago. So I'm going to read Hope's bio and then we'll start talking to her. Hope Baker was introduced to her network marketing company 16 years ago as a newly divorced single mom of her then six-year-old son. Hope had previously worked as a flight attendant, realtor, and personal trainer all of which she enjoyed, but knew that each of those career options would not allow her to be there for her son the way she wanted to be. She had no idea how to find what she was looking for. When Hope heard about network marketing, she realized that the things she had loved about the types of work she had done previously could be found in network marketing as well. Plus the opportunities to grow and thrive were endless. And most importantly, this business would allow her to be the kind of mom she wanted to be. Prior to the day uh, network marketing was shared with her, Hope had no idea that this type of business met her criteria of providing the freedom, flexibility, and income potential that she was searching for. But when she discovered it, she dove in headfirst and never looked back. Hope reached the highest level of her company in her second year in the business. And it is such a pleasure to be here with you today, Hope. You truly are so amazing. (laughs) Oh, the pleasure is mine, Janine. I'm so excited. Thank you. How cool is that? I I love the connection that you guys represent and exemplify about timing and how important that is and about, you know, being present and always connecting, always be connecting is uh, one of the ABCs that we focus on and, and teach. I know. So tell us a little bit about your story, Hope. How did network marketing, how did, how did this whole thing actually find you? And was this introduction the first experience you had with network marketing or, or not? It was my very first experience with network marketing. Uh, I came into network marketing with absolutely no real knowledge about it. Um, you know, I what I thought was that it was a, a, maybe a cute business where you could earn a little bit of money. Maybe you could 
get some free products. And I had no idea what it could really represent for me. Um, when I met Lori, Janine's daughter, completely by chance, we were at a corporate event. Um, Lori was, was talking about some of the amazing perks of our, our business. And I, I had to go over to her and ask her what she did. And she asked me a question if I'd ever heard of this company. And I, to be honest, I never had. Um, I, like Janine said, I'd done many different things in my life. Um, and I loved them. I loved being a flight attendant. Oh my gosh, I, I traveled the world. I loved selling real estate because I could help people find their dream house. I, you know, I loved being a personal trainer. Um, but none of those things fit my circumstance that I found myself in 16 years ago at this point. Um, and that was a newly divorced single mom. And there were not a lot of options out there for me at that time, because I wanted to be the best kind of mother that I could possibly be. Um, you know, my, my son has always, you know, hung the moon um, then to this day. And, you know, that was really important to me to be a hands-on mom. Uh, but at the same time, I needed to make an income and I needed to make a substantial income to support our little family. And, you know, those things I had done in the past, they just didn't fit because I was always at the mercy of other people and their schedules. Um, and so when I found network marketing, it was for me like the light went on and I thought, oh my gosh, this is what I've always been looking for, but never really knew existed. It was unbelievable. That is great. I love your story about uh, about you know the fact that you were open minded enough and you were at a time in life where this was really a crossroads for you and and what this what this business has meant. Um, did you have any opinion about network marketing? Did you know other people that were doing network marketing and have any opinion about that? Well, yeah, I I'd been to a couple of different parties. And, you know, not knocking them at all, because I think that those people, you know, when I had gone to their events, they loved what they were doing. But to me, I mean, I was educated. I had a college degree. I, you know, I went into college pre-law. You know, I kind of thought I was all that in a bag of chips as far as my education went. And I just didn't think that that network marketing would be something that an educated person would necessarily be doing. Um, boy, was I wrong. I, I really learned quickly that I was is the polar opposite of that. Um, you know, and again, I just, I didn't realize the income potential. Um, I think that was my, my big aha moment that really made the shift for me is when I saw this unlimited income potential that network marketing represented. You know, I mean, um, you know, everybody does not reach the highest levels in network marketing, but everyone has an equal opportunity to do that. And to me, that was just unbelievably exciting and so different than the vision that I had in my head about what this was. 
Well, and I think the things that you appreciated about it in, in the beginning are probably, I don't know, maybe they're different. Your, your life has evolved in the last 16 years. I mean, going from having a really young son to having a grown son and, you know, now you're kind of an empty nester. And so what, what is most attractive to you now, or what do you most appreciate about this business now? Oh my gosh. I mean, there are so many things I don't, I, you know, we could sit here for an hour and I could tell you all of the things that this industry, this profession has meant to me and the ways that it has made a difference. You know, I mean, again, the income was, was important to me then it was very important to me. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's important to me now, but there are so many other things. Um, you're really having time flexibility again, at, you know, when my son was six years old, that meant the world to me because I could be present. I could be home with, you know, Dylan. Uh, when he got done with school, I was there to pick him up. I took him, you know, I went to every single game that he was part of. I didn't miss events that he was doing. And, and he really, I know, felt like he had a hands-on stay-at-home mom. You know, my life has evolved. He's gotten older. And as our kids get older, you know, they're involved in different things. I mean, he became a very high level lacrosse player. And the reason he was able to do that is because, because of network marketing, I was able to own my schedule. I was able to travel all over the country with him, go on all these amazing trips. And, you know, his life was profoundly impacted because he got into the school of his dreams, played lacrosse in college, um, and, and that never would have happened. So it is so much bigger than just a financial piece. It, it encompasses every part of your life and, and your family's life. Um, you know, and I loved that. I loved that time freedom. And, and now, you know, my husband and I, we, um, we have a home in Vail and we have a home in California. And if I want to go skiing in the middle of the day, while well, I go skiing in the middle of the day and I might work in the morning a little bit, and I might work in the afternoon a little bit, but that owning your time is such a gift. It's amazing. Truly. It is amazing. So changing directions a little bit, we've talked about all the wonderful things about it. What would you say is, is one of the most frustrating things about it or some of the frustrating things about it? You know, to me, I mean, I, I, I find this business to be so honestly, so joyful to me. The most frustrating thing is that people are not open enough to take a look at something that could be life-changing. And, you know, life-changing in, again, so many different ways. And I feel like I, I'm so grateful that I stepped out of my comfort zone and I got over myself, you know, and I took a look at this because I think a lot of people, you know, maybe it is a pride thing. Maybe they have self-doubt. They have, you know, they, they wrestle with all kinds of different things, but it's so frustrating to me because I know how this profession can change people's lives. And so, you know, I, I, you know, you can't make people do anything that they don't want to do. So you can just nudge them and, you know, hope that they, they make the decision to take a look at something again, that could be so important to them. Yeah. 
Yeah, we certainly all can relate to that. When we want something, we see that for someone and they don't see it for themselves. And um, most of the time, though, they're watching. And so being consistent is actually the most important thing that that we can do. What are some of the common misconceptions or concerns or objections that you encounter when you are talking with people about this business? Yeah, well, it's really interesting because I feel like some of those old misconceptions They've kind of been tabled. They've they've been shelved. You know, when I came into the business 16 years ago, there were a bunch of misconceptions that thank goodness I think we've we've crossed the hurdle, but there are some sort of timeless ones um, that are still out there. Um, and the the biggest one that I have people tell me all the time is I don't want to be pushy, I don't want to be salesy, and I mean, holy cow, none of us want to be pushy or salesy, right? We don't want to be that person. And what I have found is that it's actually the complete opposite. The less pushy you are, the less salesy you are, the better you're going to do in this business. You know, to me, I want to serve people through my business. And to me, I think that we can offer people solutions to problems, um, you know, whether it's it's through our, our products or our business. And so I think that misconception is huge. And that's one that I try to help dispel, you know, right away when I talk to people. Um, another thing is just time. I think that, you know, people say, well, I don't have enough time. Uh, to do that. I, I, you know, I've got a million things going on. I'm the busiest person in the world. And, you know, as we know, um, it's, that is so relative, you know, and really what it is, is a matter of priorities. Um, if something's important to you, you are going to give it time, right? You are going to make it happen. And it is amazing. We all have the same 24 hours in a day, but boy, oh boy, you know, if you want something done, I always say, give it to a busy person. So, you know, that, that busy factor is, is not a hindrance. And, and again, because we do have flexibility in doing our business, um, you know, really people of, of every, you know, in every occupation doing all different things, I truly believe can fit this business into their lives and flourish. Yeah, I do too. And you're right. Those are some standard things that, that we hear. And uh, when, when you want something, you'll make the time for it and you'll, you'll, you know, find a way to get it done. Um, what, what do you think holds people back from being achieving more success? I know that the, the term success is, does not mean just one thing. It's not just people that are earning a lot of money. Um, it, it can mean a lot of different things at different stages in our life. And, and each of us has our own unique application for what success may mean for us in terms of approaching our business. What do you find is most common that holds people back from that threshold of achieving, achieving what would be success for them? Yeah, you know, there, there are a few things. I mean, again, I feel like absolutely anybody can succeed at this business, but I mean, you do have to um, work consistently. You know, I think like anything, anything that, that we build, anything that's worth anything, whether you're going to school, you're training for a marathon, um, or you are building a business, you know, it takes consistent effort. Um, so I see a lot of people come into the business and, you know, they, they want to reap the rewards, but frankly, they treat it like a hobby. 
They treat it like something that they're going to do, you know, every once in a while and expect to, you know, have this big booming business. And that's not the way that it works. You know, this is an effort-based business. So I think that consistency is really, really important in our business. Um, You know, I also think that just throwing yourself in there, you know, Janine can attest to this. I mean, I was just ignorance on fire. I was so excited. I was so passionate about this business and, and really helping other people in the business. Um, you know, that I just went for it. I think, you know, when we dip our toe in the water, it, it doesn't always end well. You know, if, again, if you're, you know, going to the gym, I mean, you don't just go to the gym once a week and think you are going to have an Olympian's body, right? It, that does not happen. So I think, you know, we have to have a fire in our belly to really succeed at this business. And the other thing is, you know, expectations. I feel like so many people have the wrong mindset and mindset is everything in this business, absolutely everything. And so I feel like, you know, a lot of people get taken out of this business because of unmet expectations. And I think that people, they overestimate what they can do in a year and they drastically underestimate what they can do in three to five years. You know, we're building something here and something of substance. And I think that, you know, people have to have the expectation that you are building something and that it's going to take time and have that mindset of just never giving up. I love that. And, and I think, you know, I I think people really don't get into this business until this business gets into them and you exemplify that. I mean, it when you get so excited about something, people can tell and so they want kind of what you have. So what advice would you give to someone that is either thinking about getting into the business or maybe um has just gotten into the business? Well, if you're thinking about the business, I mean, if you are thinking about the business, I just think, you know, we've, we've always got two voices in our head. You know, we've got the voice saying, oh my gosh, what if this doesn't work? I would just encourage you to listen to the voice that says, what if this does? Because it can be the most life-changing decision for you. And I think, you know what? We only live one time. And I think that so many people they stay in their comfort zones. And so my gosh, I would just say, get out of your comfort zone and really take a look at this, take a deep dive and get your questions answered and, you know, be brave and do something a little different. And it can be absolutely amazing for you. And for the people who are in already, you know, my advice is to truly fall in love with the journey. We're so many of us are hung up on titles or rankings or achieving a a milestone, you know, maybe it's a certain amount of money. And, you know, it's so interesting because it's great. It's great to achieve that milestone, but you know what? The next day you've achieved it. And, and there always has to be, again, there has to be that fire in your belly. And for me, for me, it is really about empowering people. That is the thing that I love about this business is that we can pay it 
forward. I have the most beautiful life, but I can pay it forward. And that is all a part of the journey. It's just falling in love with what we do in this business. That truly is one of the greatest blessings about this business is that you can give it to a friend. I mean, normally, if you find something wonderful, you can't give it away. You can't give it to other people, but this is something you can, you can share. So you've touched upon a few things that are really important. What would you say just is the, is the most important factor to achieving success? I think the most important factor of achieving, of achieving success in the business is never quitting. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds so simplistic, but, but people, they give up way too soon. And, you know, every day brings a new beginning um, every single day, you know, and I did not have any idea when I met Lori, how my life was going to change. That was just, that's a showcase of the power of random relationships. And you never know in this business when you are gonna walk out the door and you are gonna meet somebody whose life is going to be forever changed. I mean, I cannot begin to share my gratitude for being introduced to this business because I don't know where I would be. I, I truly don't. And Janine, I think you really know that, you know, I was in a tough place and it was like my world opened up and blossomed and anything was possible. So yeah, that's the true. biggest thing. You're going to make me start crying as usual. But you gave me goosebumps telling your story because it's true. And I knew when we walked away from you after that first meeting, I knew that your life was going to change. And it's, it's been wonderful. But you, you were ready, willing, and able. And you jumped in with both feet and you've never stopped. So it was a perfect match. Well, it's been the biggest blessing for me, I will tell you. Yes, you know, how many times... Are we not open-minded to what could be a great blessing in our life? And um, that's the lesson in this, I think, is the, the to be willing and to be open-minded. And uh, it may you don't, it may come to you at the most unexpected time. Like you may not be at a franchise show searching for a franchise. It could be just from an introduction from one person to another. And at the right time, uh, is if you're open-minded to it, you'll catch it. And you'll hold on to it and then you'll be consistent with it like you shared. Well, as we wrap up, Hope, one of the things we love to do is we love to hear uh, what you're loving these days. It could be anything, a book, a recipe, a gadget, what's making your life easier and fun. And then we love to hear what you love to give back to, because um, we just like to spotlight that people that are involved in network marketing are generous givers. And, and we just want to share what are some of those causes that are the most important to you? So what are you loving and what do you like to give back to? Oh my gosh. Well, I, I'm loving, there are a couple things that, that I can't speak to enough. And one of them is my Peloton app <laughs> that I have on my phone. And this thing is the best. And, and Laura, I know that you can relate because I think you, you swear by your Peloton app too, mm -hmm. but 
it is the greatest thing, even if you don't have the, the actual Peloton bike or the Peloton treadmill, um, you can do yoga, you can do meditation, you can do, you know, strength, all of these different things, outdoor workouts. So I love my Peloton app. I think it, it helps keep me healthy, helps keep me in a good place. And I just read the most incredible book called The Seven Decisions by Andy Andrews. And that is one, if you all have not read that, um, it is just, it is written for absolutely anyone who wants to live and be really their highest and best self, you know, the best version of themselves and really live a joyful life. It, it was incredible. And, you know, one of the things, like you said, Laura, uh, one of the things about being in this profession is we, we change as human beings. And I believe I have grown so much as a person. And that is one of the best things about this business is the personal growth and all that we learn. And that we learn about the importance of giving back. And, you know, I think that, um, my confidence in, in doing that has grown as well. And so nine years ago, when I moved to California, I started a women's group and we meet monthly and we join together in, in a mission for just, you know, networking, supporting each other um, in the mission of friendship and um, in, in just giving back to our community. And so we've raised, oh my gosh, thousands and thousands of dollars over the years. And we have really grown some just the most amazing friendships and relationships um, and have supported each other for almost a decade. So I love that. And then recently I just, I decided I wanted to launch a kind of a, a buddy system that would match volunteers with senior citizens who, you know, may feel really isolated during this time, you know, this different time that we're living through right now, um, to really just give them a friend. And so I'm in the middle of launching that as well right now. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. I love wow, that. that is wonderful. How fun. Right? Fun. Yeah, I know. I know. I just, you know, I just feel like sometimes we want to give back and we don't know how. And, you know, I, I just, I, sometimes I call it a God wink, you know, it's like, wait a minute, I have an idea. And, you know, it doesn't always have to cost us money. You know, it just has to cost us a little bit of, of effort, thought, and maybe a little bit of time. And, and we can really do so much good in the world. It's true. Thank you so much, Hope. Oh, you are so welcome. Yes, thank you for joining us today. We really enjoyed uh, being able to capture and share your words of wisdom and your experience. And uh, we wish you the best. Oh, thank you so much. I wish the same for you. Thanks for having me on. It was really, really a pleasure and an honor. so much for taking the time to be with us. We hope you've gained some clarity from today's show. If you did, please share it with your friends, family, and colleagues. Because when you share it and drop a review, it helps other people find us and helps us get this message out. Please join us each week to hear from people who are in the trenches and have their own personal experience with this business. And if you'd like to learn more about this topic, subscribe to our show and visit our website. 
We'd also like to recommend two books co-authored by Janine Finney and her daughter, Lori Murhead, The Flip-Flop CEO and Does the Shoe Fit? The Guide to Help You Decide. We invite you to join our Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn communities as well. Be sure to tune in to our next episode because making a decision with only half the information could be the most expensive mistake you can make.